0: Goes back. Got it ahead for Uyghur. Wieger back for Barkov. Barkov closing! Scores! Huberdale wins it in overtime! If you love goals you love tonight... If you like one point for the Leafs, you're you're pretty happy about that. 7-6 is the final in Florida. Tons of offense tonight. The Panthers finding one more goal, including the overtime winner there, Gordo. I'll I'll let you tee it off. Normally, I I like to lay out my thoughts. I need you tonight. What are your first thoughts after uh, a wild, wild game against the Panthers?
1: Yeah, probably so many thoughts. And first of all, I love the birthday boy Joe Bowman. He always gives full value. Whoever scores, not every broadcaster no. does that. So he'd rather he's call a better Leafs man goal, than me. That's but for he sure. he does. So I, I love that. Uh, he kidded that we could just play the goals and that would take up least nation post game. Just playing the highlights of them all. Jim Ralph asked the question. Uh, yeah, Thursday it can't it can't be Jack Campbell, but Eric Schulgrid. I so it's it's going to be. I can't believe I'm saying Michael Hutchinson or Joe Wall, but that's who I would start. And probably the Dallas Stars are rubbing their hands. Of course, they're on the ice right now playing the New York Islanders. But at the thought of that, so how quickly that situation changes. Have to give full props to Mitch Marner. What a great game. Two goals, two assists. What a great game in general. Could never get going uh, because of power plays. Leafs are 3-10 for 10 on the power play. Florida 3-8. for eight. I mean, you've got no regularity in the lines going. But you know what? This was... Okay. They blew the lead. It's, 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 and, and they outlined before they happen against Colorado and it's something you really want to avoid. It's a, it's a bugaboo that bit them in the butt in the playoffs Mm -hmm. last year. This was like full court press basketball, the whole game. This was unbelievable. (laughs) This was like watching March madness and a full court press, both teams all the time, offense, offense, offense. So it was just an exciting, unique game to watch, but Okay, you get the point. Big deal when you have a four-goal lead, but Florida's done di- Florida's did that to New Jersey on the weekend. You know, so maybe so maybe it's kind of learning about your potential opponent at some point in the Atlantic Division. There're just so many things to kick her. It's a disappointing night. It's a hell of a game and it's it just it's just got you it's got you speechless and it's also got you no shortage of things to talk about.
0: Yeah, normally you mean the royal you or the royal we, but you actually mean me. Not a good thing for a post game host to be borderline speechless. I I couldn't believe that tonight. You know, I will say coming out of this game. You know, I made the point to you last night, and you I think rightly corrected me that well, the lightning have won back to back cups, so they're not exactly second guessing themselves. But, you know, I said, the Leafs go in there. They take care of business. It's a beat down. They're shooting everything past Vasilevsky. And you say, well, how can you not carry a little extra confidence? Are the Lightning now second-guessing themselves? I am not sitting here saying the Leafs lost belief in themselves tonight. But I don't know how, how you can ever feel safe in a game against the Panthers again. And goaltending was absolutely a big story. And I firmly believe if... The Panthers get all those goals with the exception of Gudis's. It's a completely different night, but you know, I, I, that's, that's kind of my big takeaway is how, if you're the Leafs or you're any team in the league for that matter, do you ever feel safe with, with the lead against the cats?
1: Yeah. And you get a five, one lead. And part of how you got the five, one lead was yet another shorthanded goal. Marner got it uh, a soft goal. Great. But then you do the same thing the other way. Florida gets a shorthanded goal and gets a soft goal. Yeah. So all of a sudden, if there's a, a way to get momentum back rather quickly, that's what happened. And then, you know, I said after that, you wanted to stop the bleeding like they did against Detroit. I mean, to their credit, they did tightly. Like, Austin Matthews had three assists. He did everything to score a goal number 55. Like, it's not like, cause you're, so you're looking at the marquee players. Jonathan Huberto had five points. Bar- Sasha Barkov at four points, Marner at four points, Matthews three, but he was just trying so hard, so hard to get that goal. And in overtime, we get a little picky in overtimes, John Tavares first and Austin Matthews later, you know, you get caught out too long. You're screwed. Yeah. Like you're, you know, there there's, there's a point where you, you gotta, you gotta, you, you know, I know you can't just get off cause it's such a, such a glaring odd man situation. But when you're that gassed, you're just doing your team no good. And and so because Tavares got caught first, they never got Matthews, Marner, Riley back mm-hmm. on together. And then after that, you know, I think Matthews was just so determined to get whatever, then he 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 did what Tavares did staying on. I, I mean, we're getting a little picky here, but actually that's one of the things Sheldon Keefe is, wasn't happy about Saturday in Philadelphia when they stayed the whole two minutes on a power play. So right. you get a little picky, but those are the kind, that, there won't be that overtime in the playoffs. We know that. But just those kind of things are uh, the the smart things. The difference makers are things they got to they they, they got to honor.
0: Well, and you you talk about smart things. I know I know part of it is they're just flipping back and forth here. But kudos to the NHL. That's a great move. Making teams have the long change in overtime. If that's the short change, Tavares could have got off way easier. And and Matthews at the at the end there. You know, we talk about Tavares. The reason he stayed late. It's because he had the game on his stick. And look, I know he's a guy who ties it up. So, hey, kudos to you, not taking yeah. anything away from him. But he has a game on his stick, and he misses on the backhand. And then from that moment on, the Panthers basically never gave up the uh, gave up the pocket seems So, you know, that's what you do in overtime. You're a player like John Tavares. You're out there to push for your chances. You've already got the point. You can't really lose the other one. I understand it, but that's the, that's the kind of perils. And the other part of it, too, is, look, we talk about this with Tavares' game. He is who he is as a, you know, he's never been the fleetest-of-foot skater, and you get out there in three-on-three three and not say he shouldn't be out there. He absolutely should, but it's just he's a guy who kind of has to pick his spots a little more, and he picked, he jumped, he got a great break and couldn't take advantage of it, and the Leafs just never really recovered. Again, not to put the entire overtime on him, but, yeah, that's, that was kind of the story there.
1: You know, it's uh, it's funny. It's another one. You mentioned Tavares at overtime. How many times T.J. Brody was one of them? Did the Leafs, did Musin do it too? Did the Leafs deke? The Florida players out of their yeah. jock straps, and they had the easiest part to put the puck in. I mean, Bunting had one. I mean, there there were so many. There, yeah. that's one thing that struck me because it was offense, 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 both sides. But also, the Leafs had a uh, they, they had. you know, Geez, it's hard to say you had big saves when you give up so many goals. But Schalger had one or two big saves. Campbell had a couple of bigs. But you give up so many goals, it really you know it it almost doesn't it almost doesn't count because of the goals you gave up. But the Leafs, on top of their six goals. Had so many glorious, glorious chances and just weren't able to do the final part. Did the tough part, you know, the the deking out of the jockstrap or getting a a clear, almost tap in that they needed and just couldn't couldn't finish it.
0: Yeah, just uh, couldn't quite take, take advantage at the at the end there. You know the other obviously goaltending uh, a storyline here. You know we talk about what they do going forward here. Obviously, I imagine that'll be a big topic of conversation in, in the post game of Veils There in terms of Jack Campbell, you know I I think that he played pretty well, being thrown in a really really tough spot here. You know we talk about it all the time with him though. This is a guy who's really really hard on himself, and if there's if a goaltender lost the game for the Toronto Maple Leafs tonight i think he did i think it was eric shalgren it wasn't jack campbell but we know how he is and again the team did not put him in a good spot tonight and you know it's not the team's fault that the goalie gets hurt and he has to go in but it's just i i really hope he's able to just kind of exhale felt like he was really building positive momentum coming out of the injury there and again not that it's his fault tonight but i'm sure he's not feeling great about it either i think it's
1: i agree that. i think it's a positive night there's only so much he can be treated with kid gloves as well it was it was a positive night i mean he came in with a little bit over two minutes left in the second period. And one of the things is, you know, coming in cold. And just as Joe and Jim were saying, okay, you don't want to get a lot of shots. You got about five shots against in the two minutes. It was, I mean, was Hubert or Giroux yeah, right away. Yeah. Mean, they, so it was just that kind of game that, uh, you know, could anybody play defense? There just was, it got going. It was the track meet. And the Leafs, because they were running up the score, they kept the track meet going. And then the Florida Panthers had no choice but to take chances and, and, and up the track meet, accelerate the track meet, because that's only they can come back from a four goal deficit. And just the track meet continued. So, I mean, I give both teams credit. And the Leafs, about playing back to back, the frantic pace that kept going to keep the puck and, you know, in the offensive zone and all that
0: was something, something you don't normally see. Yeah, that that that's a good point. You know, it's funny as the game heading into the game on a back to back, it's always kind of a topic of conversation. But then as the game gets going and with the Leafs jumping out to the big lead, you you do kind of forget about it there. But you know, that's when that's when things tend to kind of you know show, especially on a back to back when you're tired is later on in the game. And you know, I'm not going to say that's why Tavares was gassed. He was gassed because he was out there for you know over over a minute playing three on three against the team like the Panthers like that. So it's uh, it's definitely something to kind of keep in mind there. Uh, You know, we talk about defense in terms of scoring. I believe this is six straight games or five straight games with at least six goals for, for the Leafs. Now that's incredible. If you're going to do that now, I don't think you can take much like, I don't think you'll see a game like this into the playoffs. You can't bank on six goals a night, but for so long, you know, we were saying, Oh, where's that big offensive push from the Leafs? Here it is.
1: Yeah. We've seen it night in night out. I'll, I'll still take six goals any night. For sure. I just will. <laughs> I just will whatever. Uh, but, uh, but quite often it's a product of uh, a game. Well, like the Detroit game was a 10, seven game, you know, for example. And, and uh, uh, I don't mind it. It's one of the most exciting, <laughs> these two games have been exciting. Well, exciting because they got six goals as well against the Tampa Bay lightning different kind of game. One, they um, assume control relatively early. And then this one, they also assume control relatively early and, maybe kind of what we thought Tampa Bay might be able to do as a defending Stanley cup champion. So the eye opener about the excellence of the Florida Panthers, Jonathan Huberto, the first Panther ever to record a hundred points in a season. Uh, the, uh, I still would pick Austin Matthews for the Hart trophy, but there was a bit of a mano de mano about, uh, you know, Huberto. I, Sasha Barkoff really almost stands out a little bit more when you watch him. Mm-hmm. But anyway, regardless of all that, just a lot of skilled players, uh, a lot of skilled players on the ice and, and some feistiness and just a little bit of
0: everything. Yeah, possibly uh, the Leafs' most skilled player. Mitch Marner, he had quite the game himself, including an incredible start to the uh, second period. Let's hear from the Leafs' winger now.
2: I thought we were uh, doing a great job in that second of playing 5-on-5 five five and then just a lot of penalties both ways, 4-on-4, four four, letting them get back in the game. Um, and, you know, in the third there, um, just got away. What can you take from this night? Because it was a bit of a weird game, but certainly coming to this building on a back-to-back against a rested opponent, what can you take positives out of it? Uh, well, I thought we were moving our feet very well. Uh, we were getting on the checks on the third. We got a little bit away from that. Um, who knows why, but, um, you know, I thought, uh, overall, you know, we were, we were competing out there. We were making a lot of efforts. and. Um, you know, they uh, they put their chance in when they got him. Oh, good to see uh, Chalbrin come back on the bench, especially after you know getting in that type of situation. Yeah, uh, it's a scary situation. So, you know, uh, you, uh, you're you happy to see him back on the bench and happy to see him uh, back with the guys. What did you make of the effort you got from Jack? That save on Drew, with Dakota. A <coughs> game there. It was huge. Coming in cold is not easy. What did you appreciate of his efforts to- yeah, um, I mean, he just comes in with the same energy regardless. And, um, you know, he was ready to go there and made a lot of big saves for us, kept us in that game and kept it, like you said, one goal game there till uh, we tied on the power play.
0: There is Leafs winger Mitch Marner. You know he he talked there about the run of play in the second period and the all the power plays going both ways. Tons of penalties called. You know the Leafs get ten power plays tonight. Anytime you score three power play goals, you're great. Or you're feeling great about yourself. But then you get ten chances and a, and a group as good as the Leafs probably. Like, oh, give me one one more. You know I I I think the big question a lot of people are kind of having, my well myself included after this one is just. Look, fun game, awesome game. If you can get, you know, one or two of these a year, you're 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 thrilled. It's fun to watch. But does this game mean anything for a month from now when it's playoff time? I'm not saying we won't see a 7-6 game between the Leafs and Panthers or the Panthers and somebody else. I don't know that you're going to see a game with 10 power plays or 10 penalties called on one team, let alone an 8 on the other. Yeah, an 8 on the other the, the way it was tonight. Like what can you take out of tonight and look ahead to the playoffs?
1: Well, I think the great offenses because you know, obviously you talk about in a in a perfect playoff game or playoff style game, teams like to bu- shut things down more. So it's going to be it's going to be harder to find goals. But you know, you found both teams found goals against a real strong opponent tonight. And you know that's something last year that they they couldn't do against Montreal in Game Six and Seven in particular. That you know some playoff games will just happen that way. That all of a sudden you get this kind of firepower going, and that will be the difference maker, and hopefully there's a little bit more of attentiveness to defense. Uh, you'll, you'll shorten the, the bench as far as D goes. Um, uh, Labushkin, um, everyone's just human. So when you don't dress, and everyone talks to some being a consummate team player, you don't want your team to lose. But if they're going to have a clunker and you're not dressed, you don't mind that at all because you look way better than you actually
0: are. No, it's, it's funny. Given the scouting report on Labushkin heading in here, you would say, yeah, you know, probably not the night for him, a, a high flying up and down game. But since he's been here, there's been a guy who's like to jump in the rush. And I don't know, Jake Muzzin didn't exactly take his place in the lineup, but he's the guy who pushed him out. And Muzzin himself had, I believe it was five shots tonight. He might have yeah. finished with a few more than that. So uh, yeah, he even, even Jake Muzzin got sucked into a, uh, into an up and down, uh, fun affair. Uh, John Tavares, we talked about him getting stuck out there, had the great look uh, at the end of OT, before the Panthers find the winner, let's hear from the Leafs captain.
3: Well, they've they've obviously uh, have done done that a few times this year. Um, you know, special teams was was uh, very influential in the game on both sides tonight. I think we would like to have done a better job to to win that battle. Uh, you know, and then I think we we just didn't weather the storm. Uh, we knew that was coming in the third as well as we would like. It's a good job battling back and, and had our opportunities uh, to take the game. Uh, obviously, unfortunately, to go up the lead that we had. How do you think uh, Jake
4: looked in his first game
3: back? Uh, I thought he looked really good. Uh, you know, he was making plays, uh, physical. Um, you know, heck of a goal by him. Uh, that's not an easy shot, taking it uh, downhill on your on your strong side like that and getting it off that quick. So, um Great to see him back, and obviously gonna be a big uh, bonus for us going forward.
4: Yeah,
3: for sure. I think you know, uh, just uh, you know, when you when you have those leads, uh, and against a team that's obviously uh, confident in their ability to come back, uh, that've been able to do it. Obviously, uh, first in many offensive categories this year. Um, just the discipline and detail that's needed, um, and and at times when they. They do get one or they respond with some momentum just our ability to grab the game back which uh, i think we have a good sense of we've done at times this year um most most of the time to be honest uh but uh today just highlights it especially on a back-to-back
4: when they started making their push what was the feeling on
3: the bench uh i think it was good we, we were just trying to stay with it uh stay in the moment uh you know it's a good, a good hockey team we knew there's a lot of hockey to play so i think everyone's just focused on that next shift um You know, they they obviously uh, have some really good players, having some great seasons. They made some plays. Uh, We would have liked to execute a little better, turn the momentum back uh, a little quicker than we did, but unfortunate. And, uh, you know, we've been playing some good hockey, and and, uh, there's a lot of things that we liked about our game tonight. Obviously, we just got to clean up uh, uh, when you have a lead like that, um, which we've we've, we've taken care of many times this year. So um, learn from this one and push forward uh, um, with the day off tomorrow.
5: There was something like 15 penalties called tonight. Is that uh, a result of sloppiness or it a result of maybe the rest
3: refs calling things tighter than you the defense team, like it was on all there? Well, I, I thought there was one on me at the end there that didn't get called, so I, I'm not sure if it was sloppiness or there was just th- there was a lot of penalties and infractions being made. So um, uh, I think like most players, uh you just want the consistency, start to finish. Um, no question, it's a tough job. But uh, it was one of those nights. There was a lot of back and forth, a lot of momentum swings. Um, both teams play extremely quick. Uh, make make uh, you know makes makes you have to defend hard, and um, you know things happen in split seconds. So uh, maybe there was just that many.
0: Even I am not going to complain about penalties in a game that saw eighteen of them called. But I do love the captain bringing it up there. Well, you know, the reason I missed Brent Gunning calling me out on the postgame show is because I was hooked as I was trying to tuck it backhand after I had already, uh, you know, as you put it earlier, Deke Knight out of his jockstrap there. I love I love him bringing it up uh, because, man, you know, you know, he wanted that one. And let's be honest. It's a guy who's fighting it. He has the big like he's been fighting it. He's definitely got his. Uh, he's got his offense going as of late. But this is a guy who scores the massive goal to tie it late. You can only imagine how much bigger it would feel if he ended up getting the winner there.
1: Yeah, totally. So they didn't call that nineteenth penalty. And how dare and, they! And one thing he doesn't do is complain very often. You know, so obviously it was. It would have been like you mentioned. What a great kind of game in eighty-two regular season games. There's games that are most uh, that aren't memorable or very memorable, and then there's this. So if John Tavares had got the game tying goal and the game winning goal. Would have been perfect, and we we thought he had it. We thought he had it.
0: Yeah, we thought he had it, and he thought he had it as well. Unfortunately, uh, for the Leafs, they did not have the overtime winner. That's the Panthers. 7-6 is the final. Our correspondent that we have not spoke to in a while, my good friend, and that's because I played golf with him one time, Luke Fox joins us now on Leafs Nation postgame. Luke, how you doing, bud? Not one time. Like that was a good one time. It was an amazing one time. We had a day. Yeah. Christina Rutherford, yeah, day. Sportsnet legend was out there as well. It was fun. Uh, you could say the Leafs had a day, a month, a year, decade today Ugh. in Florida. I mean, where where do we start, Luke? I mean, how much can we say, look, this all goes back to the Shalgren softy on Goudis. If that doesn't happen, it's a completely different game. But I feel like if I say that, I'm letting the team off the hook a little bit. What do you take out of this one?
4: Yeah, it's uh, there's a lot to digest there, but it's interesting that you you start with that because one thing uh, Sheldon Keith just said that was interesting was uh, he made the call to take out Chalgrin because he was kind of stunned by that that puck that hit him, but ultimately he's fine, which is good news. But he, he said I was considering making the change anyway, and were it not on a back-to-back, I probably would have made the change and put Jack Campbell in. So that tells you how the coach feels about letting in a softie at that moment of the game. But uh, I, I tend to side with Jason Spezza's take on it, which is basically there's no excuse to lose a game when you get up 5-1, even though you have to make this uh, unplanned goaltending change, even though, you know, the, a lot of it's getting decided by special teams and you're playing against the number one seed in the Atlantic and they have the most comeback victories of any NHL team this at this season, if you if you consider yourself a, a legit team, you don't go up five one and lose. Um, so I, I think it's a tough one. Uh, you know, there, there, there's I felt like the Leafs kind of softened it in their post game comments. Sheldon said he wanted to come away from this trip feeling like they were amongst the contenders, and he doesn't put much stock into overtime results. He look he considers it a tie game, uh, but it's it's a little bit. Uh, a little bit rough knowing their history that, um, you know, you get up in a lead that should be able to to do the job and and you let them gain momentum and get back into it like that.
1: Yeah, you know, first a couple things. Like, I'm I'm a little disappointed because I think they told Sheldon to cool it that one time. So I'd I'd like to hear a little bit more Sheldon (laughs) unleashed, but I think he pulls it back a bit. To be clear, before I ask the question, um, Shalgren, they will not be calling him Hutchison or Joe Wall or anything. As far as you know, it'll be Shelgren and Jack Campbell remain the two healthy goaltenders?
4: Yeah. Yeah, okay. Sheldon said he's fine. He's fine. Um, and if, if he wasn't fine, he wouldn't have returned to the bench. Uh, but he just felt like he'd already made the one change. He didn't want to suddenly take Jack out after Jack had kind of gotten into the rhythm of the game. Uh, and they were still right in it, right? Like, so points Some points were on the line. So he decided to just go with the guy he trusts more, basically. Like, maybe Sean goes back in that game if he doesn't let in that softie.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So the, yeah. the the thing I was uh, – the one – I don't think I've seen a game. So we'll, let's look at the artistry. Never mind blowing the four-goal lead, which is really a big thing to put on the back burner. This was – did they watch March Madness and full-court press the whole game? <laughs> like I Like, I mean, both teams – Full court, I, I've never seen defense the hell with it full court press in both ends for as much as of the sixty minutes or sixty five minutes there was
4: It was a blast honestly to to watch to watch that game and so many elite offensive players. Jonathan Huberto had five points, including an overtime winner. Um, no Panthers ever had a, a hundred points, and he he surpassed that that plateau uh tonight. Um, I mean, there, there was just so much high end skill at both ends mitch martin did something that's never been done before uh and that is score the fastest uh penalty kill goal follow or shorthanded goal followed by a power play goal in 37 seconds the last guy to do it um or the one that he beat was Mario lemieux who did it in 47 seconds like there was just some wild wild moments in this one and some just high octane offense i mean that's what you kind of expect with these teams. Like, if you look at how many goals they score per game, I think a lot of us just expected maybe the defense to lock in a little tighter. But they, there's so much high-end skill, and they're so fast, these players. Uh, that, and, and they're able to capitalize on the chances they get. Like, that was, that was a fun track meet. And then part of me wonders if it would be quite so wild if, if the Leafs weren't um, on the second half of a back-to-back. Like, they, there were moments in that overtime where they looked kind of gassed um, and, and maybe that's from playing a pretty intense uh, game against Tampa less than 24 hours ago.
0: So if these two teams end up meeting in the playoffs and you know, it doesn't necessarily look that way unless the Leafs win a, win a playoff series. And oh boy, wouldn't, wouldn't we all love to see that? Do you think it'd look quite like this? Cause look, you know, your team is who you are. And I think the Leafs are kind of content to play it either way, but I don't know that the Panthers have that in them. You know, I'm I'm going off the, you know, obviously watching less of them than I am the Leafs, but going off tonight, and I know they're a different team if they're getting saves, just like the Leafs are, and they're probably a different team with Ekblad, but it, it feels to me like the Panthers... This is this is how they know how to play, and it just feels to me like if a team is going to play like that, the Leafs are always going to get, and I don't even want to say sucked into it, because that makes it seem like they shouldn't. It's just they have the skill to hang in a game like this with the Panthers. I honestly, I'm not saying it'll be 7-6 in the playoffs every night, but I don't know that these two teams can play a different game than how it looked this evening.
4: Well, it might be like the series would start off that way, but I don't know how you can maintain that pace, especially um, – with the way the Panthers hit. Like, they they like to play a, a physical game. Like, Radko Goudis gets into it. There's a lot. There was a lot of finishing of checks. And so I could see it being high octane for, you know, the first couple of games. But I, I think eventually the wear and tear might slow the, the pace down a little bit. Um, but the, the name you mentioned um, right there, uh, gunner was, was Aaron Ekblad. And I just wonder how much uh, his importance to the Panthers is. Uh, in, in terms of their defense, without him, the, their defense core is, is not the same, and they give up much more high, high quality chances. So he's a question mark. Um, you know, I, I've heard that they're hopeful that he's back for game one, and, and he's trending that way. But that's that's an unknown. Um, so I, I think that's a that's a huge X factor in the Panthers' chances, whether it's against the Leafs or anyone else, is, is the health of Aaron Eckblast.
0: Yeah, that's definitely a uh, a big, big question mark for them there. Uh, fun game tonight, 7-6 is the final for the Panthers. Leafs getting the point in overtime. Luke, always love having you on. Thanks so much, bud. Okay, have a good rest of your show. There he goes, Luke Fox. Check out his piece whenever it's up on Sportsnet.ca, Sportsnet app. Wherever it is, you find your Sportsnet content, which should be anywhere and everywhere. Brent Gunning, Gord Stelick here. Going to hear from Leafs head coach Sheldon Keefe. We'll continue to break down the Leafs, picking up a point, Three or four points in Florida. Let's choose to, to frame it that way. 7-6 is the final tonight for the Panthers. Brent Cunning and Gord Stelick will continue Leafs Nation postgame right here on Sportsnet 590. The fan. In Florida tonight, 7 6 is the final. Leafs and Panthers going to overtime. The Panthers pick up the extra point there again. 7 6 the final. You've heard Gordon and I talk about it. Brent Gunning, Gord Stellick here with you. Leaf station post game. You just heard Luke Fox talk. Let's go to the Leafs head coach. Here is Leafs head coach Sheldon Keefe. Well, obviously, you know, we, we go from being on a breakaway and a chance to make it 6 1
5: and don't score there and then follow that up with a too many men on the ice penalty right after. So, that sort of starts the snowball, but you know inside of that we had some pretty terrible penalty killing um, you know but just i'm I'm not going to focus on on all of that kind of stuff i'm going to focus on the fact that we we played another good hockey game today. Uh, we were bad in, in in moments with the penalties you know you can't take you can't take it too many the ice penalty you can't uh can't give up a shorthanded goal on a clear shot from the blue line you know you can't uh, you have your fourth line take a penalty you know in the third period you can't chase the puck on the penalty killing like all these kind of things we can't do those in those moments maybe those are a sign of the fatigue factor coming in today i don't know because we obviously last night we didn't do any of those types of things um so i'm gonna watch those kind of things and you know for me you know we this last little stretch we've been on here, we played Florida at home, we played Boston on the road, we played Tampa last night, played Florida here. To me, I was looking to come out of these, come out of this little segment of the schedule with a sense of where we're at as a team, whether we can compete with the very best in our division. And uh, I think the answer is unequivocally yes. So that's all I'm going to take out of this. What have you liked the most about the way the team has played during this stretch? Uh, just <clears throat> confident. Um, committed um, and resilient. And, and I'll use resilient because that showed up again tonight. You know, it's Our power play, our power play wasn't good in that third period, uh, in the second half of the game. And then it's a critical moment there where our guys have to gather themselves, go out. we got another chance on the power play and a chance to tie the game. And they execute and get it done for us. I thought that, uh, to me, again, is another terrific thing that in that moment our guys needed to push back um our best people needed to execute at a critical time and they did and that gets us to overtime gets us a, a very important point you know um to me like i've said it a hundred times that to me the game's a tie and the overtime's a crap shoot i mean john misses his breakaway and they score on their two on one that's the way it goes but the resilient piece today, like, obviously we hate how we give up the lead and all of those kind of things, and there's lots to take away from that. But we did a ton of really good things here today uh, on a back-to-back against the top team, you know, in our conference. So um feeling really good about where we're at as a team. Yeah, I thought I – Yeah, goal was great to see. Uh, I, I thought he competed really well, you know. Um, I have to watch the shifts and things like that back, but he was he was competitive. He, he stood in there and was physical. He looked like he played his game. I know I don't know where the minutes shook out in the end, but uh, um, you know Dean was managing that, and, and I thought uh, I thought it did well. I, I liked I liked our D for the most part today. Five on five, we were we were pretty good. I mean, special teams, there's a lot of you know they get seven goals today, two of them. I right read five on five.
1: Yeah.
5: That that short goal was unbelievable. Um, and again, that's a big moment in the game. I mean, it's one-one right there, and we're, we're starting the second period on the penalty kill. Um, so love that uh, play by Mitch. Just a big-time play, and followed up with the power-play goal. Obviously, that kind of really got their team on on their heels. You know, but uh, and we kept going from there. So that was great. But uh, you know, obviously we didn't get it done in the end so we don't we don't like that at all what makes that some they're elite players i mean we've got elite players on our team too you guys are used to watching them and talking about them that's what elite players do i didn't think you know on their power play we let them come to life that way and we made some mistakes on their five-on-five goals but they're elite players Yeah, he's, he's Jack's in a horrible spot there tonight, you know. Um but again, another key moment in the game, I mean that save he made, um, I guess it would have been six five at the time. There's a pass out and he, he gets his leg on one there. Uh keep it at a one goal, uh one goal lead for them. That's massive. I mean that's how that's why we're able to stay alive and get to overtime. So that's huge for him. You know, I just ultimately made the decision, even though you know it, was, it turned out that Shogren was was going to be okay. Um, I had made a decision at that point based on what was happening in the game. You know, I uh, might have made a goalie change even before that, if it not weren't for the fact that it was back to back for Jack. But then by this point, he's already in the net. He's already kind of put himself into the game. So I figured we'd give Jack you know, an opportunity to, to finish the game out, What's it's a tough spot for Jack here, obviously, being back-to-back and, and all that, so, but that save was unbelievable and gave our group confidence. Did you get a report on Chalgan? Like, was it, it just, you felt like you could stun him or something, that shot, or was it something previous that just caught up Yeah, uh, no, I mean, I, I didn't ask too many questions, to be honest, exactly what happened there. My impression of it was they took a, a shot, hard puck to the head, and, and, you know, they were making sure that He was okay there. Obviously, he was stunned enough that he had to leave the net. Um, So that's I haven't really got much of an update other than he was he was fine to return to the bench.
0: There is Leafs head coach, Sheldon Keefe, yet yeah, not asking a ton of questions about Shalgren, obviously making sure he's healthy. You want to take care of your player's health. But after that, I think he's saying, let me go focus on my other goaltender right now. 7-6 is the final for the Leafs. They pick up three of four points in the Florida portion of their trip. After this, they're off to Dallas. That's on Thursday. We'll have that game for you right here on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. And we will continue Leafs Nation post game here on Sportsnet 590 The Fan next. Frank Gunning, Gord Stellick here with you, breaking down a seven-six overtime loss for the Leafs. They do pick up three of four points in Florida. Of course, the win last night against the Lightning, uh, arguably just as exciting, but not as successful night tonight uh, for the Leafs. You know, you mentioned it. The guys, Joe and Jim, they th- they threw it to us at the tail end of the game. What do you do here? Do you throw Jack Campbell back out for another game? He's just coming back. Of course, the Leafs' next game is Thursday. The next game after that is Saturday. Uh, the Saturday game's at home against Montreal. Thursday on the road in Dallas. The good news, we know Shalgren's healthy. So, Gord, I put it to you. Put on your general manager's hat and take the press pass out because I feel like they're the same hat. They're both fedoras. Yeah. What what do you do on Thursday? Who gets to start? Yeah,
1: Jack Campbell plays Saturday, Thursday. Eric Shulgren. You know, just you. You've got um, uh, you don't. Uh, G- Jim was mentioning three games and four nights. You don't. You don't need to compress things. Uh, Jack Campbell will get enough work, and uh, obviously, if he if Shulgren would have played the whole game, you would have looked at it differently. But right now. Uh, I would do Shalgren. What about you?
0: Yeah, that's where I tend to go as well. I think the other part of it is you're ending a road trip and you kind of have the built-in excuses of how it goes if Shalgren kind of stumbles a little bit. And not that Keefe would say that afterwards, but you look at the tough stretch. They just had a tough back-to-back against the two top teams in their division outside of themselves. Jack Campbell put in a really, really rough spot tonight. I think you just kind of give him the reset, let him go. And then, then the other part of it is, I know it doesn't matter quite as much at this time of the year, but it's Saturday night. It's hockey night in Canada. It's home against the Canadians. Give Campbell that start. So I, I, I'm there with you, Gordo. Uh, we, we will see, of course, uh, Leafs back at it on Thursday. A little more to get to here on Leafs' Asian postgame. Brent Gunning, Gord Stellick, alongside me. Keep listening on Sportsnet 5.9 of the fan.
4: Find a car today, a much better
1: way Visit ontariocars.ca Well, Jerry, this old world has sure thrown us a curveball And how? I mean, as much as I love mass transit I'd rather be driving my own buggy But good luck finding the car you want in stock
5: Guess where you'll find a huge online choice of in-stock new and used cars That'll just flip your wig ontariocars.ca
1: Doris, you never steer me wrong That's ontariocars.ca Spring is coming. The season for bicycling, running, and getting active outdoors in a million different ways. Decathlon has the equipment and outfits you need, plus workshops for your bike tune-ups, in-store gyms, sports classes, expert advice, and a million ways to get you motivated, moving, and making the most of spring. Spring over to Decathlon before spring is over. Come see what's in store at Decathlon. More than 7,000 products at the right price. At Bramalee Center, Mapleview Mall, and next to Canada's Wonderland. Chatter Mobile has nationwide prepaid plans with nationwide coverage from only $15 a month. That's really, really, really affordable. At Chatter, there's no credit checks, no term contracts, no commitment. So it's easy to say yes, yes, yes. And Chatter Mobile is Canada's number one prepaid mobile provider because Chatter is very, very,
0: very good at what they do. With Chatter Mobile, now you make the call. Visit your local store or chattermobile.com today. I'm Zach Hyman. Every time I get on the ice, my job is to give 100%. So when my family had an accident, we chose Sokoloff Lawyers to protect, defend, and fight for our rights. We made the right choice.
5: Thanks, Zach. I'm Winnie Sokoloff of Sokoloff Lawyers. If your insurance company has denied your long-term disability claim, call us at Sokoloff Lawyers.
0: Trust the team at Sokoloff Lawyers to work as hard for you as I do on the ice. 416-966-HURT or visit areyouhurt.ca. Time for a little
1: hockey talkie. This is Leafs Nation Postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and the Leafs Radio Network.
0: Leafs wrapping up the Florida portion of their trip with a 7-6 overtime loss to the Florida Panthers. Gord, the road trip will wrap up Thursday against the Stars in Dallas. We're sitting here wondering. I imagine there's changes to the lineup. Ilya Labushkin, he is the guy who uh, who is sitting out tonight. Uh, off a loss. I imagine he gets back in. Plus, you want to keep everybody fresh, so that'll be fun. And, of course, we got our eyes peeled on the on the goaltending there. Who knows uh, who will start, although we both expect it to be. Eric Shawgren. Brent Gunning, Gord Stelick here with you for another fun additional Leafs Nation postgame. Gordo, any final thoughts on a barn burner in Florida before we say bye? Yeah, maybe too much fun. I don't know. Too much yes, fun that's if it's my possible. Take. Yes, Yeah, I had fun,
1: uh, have as much fun, but win the game. But uh, this will be one we're going to remember, and uh, it's wetting our appetite, W-H-E-T, Uh, for the playoffs, taking on especially Atlantic Division foes.
0: I know a lot of people would like to see a marriage of these two in the playoffs if that happens. Brent and Gord Stelick here. 7-6 is the final for the Panthers tonight. We'll be back Thursday when the Leafs visit the Stars in Dallas. Thanks so much for listening tonight to Leafs Station Postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan.